Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for hanging out with us this afternoon. Lori and Julie on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Streaming at MyTalk1071.com. Also on the My Talk app. And let's get right to it. We got a little game to play. It's the Lori and Julia. Happy hour shall now commence. Friday happy hour trivia jukebox. I've got two dollars in the jukebox. It's five o'clock somewhere. Yes. Are you ready? Rocco, are we, we ready? are ready. I, I'm, I'm disappointed that you're making us sing again, but then I realize you make us sing every week. You know, and because we sing every week. You know, the concept for this is like, let's pretend that COVID's not going on. Mm-hmm. We can have a happy hour together where maybe we just play some jukebox music and talk about music and Rocco. That's happening. You a little that's bit. happening. That's what I was going to say, Wednesday. right? Yes. yes. And I saw that like the patio at the lexington is gonna yes, open yes so we can almost stop pretending yes almost <laughs> almost well today's happy hour this okay. you know Lori and i went to the prince celebration a couple times in a row right oh i like forgot three years about in it. a row rocco and this year they actually moved it from the weekend that was the anniversary of his death to the anniversary of his birthday so it would have been a beautiful minnesota weekend to get our prince on all weekend mm-hmm. and so we're going to have a little Prince happy okay. hour today. All right. Um, so, Stephanie, are you ready? Yeah, how do okay. I play? I just so say if I, I know the answer. You got, it's, I have a few categories here yeah. and a few within the category, a few questions, and then just jump in and say. Yeah. Okay. So to, the first category is name that character from a Prince song. Mm. Uh, from, from 1985's Around the World in a Day, who was Prince's boss at the Five and Dime? All right, one nothing, Stephanie. Okay. Um, this, this one's going to be a little trickier. From okay. 1989's Batman album, oh, boy. who could rock a party like nobody can? Oh, I can, I can hear the song, I but can I don't too. know the words. <laughs> that was Party Man. Party Man. That's that song, too. You know who would have got that is Jane Haugen Olsen. Really? Or Rocco. Well, the Batman album was, you know, yeah. not, not everybody. But that it was wasn't kind the of best, a, but, but it a good has song. some... Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think Lori might get this one. Uh, from 1984's Purple Rain, who had so many devices, everything that money could buy? She had so many devices. Am I naming the song? Um, uh, yes. The, well, the, and this... For this one, the name of the song is the name of the person. Darling Nikki. Yeah. She took me to... He died. Yeah. You were out there? Yeah. Yes. Wow. She'd never been out there, and you finally went with we a couple went at like 1.30 in the morning. That's, what you, that's how you did it. That's how he, you do it. Yeah, and then he died. Was that the one where he kind of brought out his guitar and said, hey, don't worry about me? me yep, right. and he did a little chopsticks on his purple piano, yes. Because yeah, it was after the TMZ. Yep. Oh, wow, Stephanie... All right. I think you're going to get this one. Um, 
From 1995's The Gold Experience, the song Billy Jack B-Word was... Lori always says that you were, you were in on the Controversy album, right? You, that you were oh, the, oh, my yes. girlfriend and I, when we danced for Matt Paisley Park. All right, this was kind of a weird one from towards the second side of that album, yeah. but who is Prince addressing when he says, until you're crucified, I'll live my life in taxi cabs? Any Christ, the lower way you're crucified. Some... Very close. Very, very Christian. Very Christ. <laughs> I, I don't even know I the know, song. Yeah, um, Anti-Christian, Antichrist. Yeah. All right. This will be a fun one. Really? Okay. This Doing category. badly over I know. Here. I thought you you went to the celebration twice, Lori. Three times, VIP. You know what? I I don't know. I, I, I don't have any excuse except for I just don't. I should have got your brother in on this. Yeah, he would, he'd be right up there with Stephanie. Okay, this uh, category is called uh, Name the Prince Album Cover Based on My Eight-Year-Old's Description of It. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's start out with this one. He's naked, sitting on some flowers. Alphabet Street. He's got his no, hand no, across his sexy. chest. And love sexy. Yes, love here. sexy. Remember he's oh, sitting, sitting to say, on okay. He's sitting on okay. the orchid. Or yes, the, it's very phallic. Very, very, okay, yeah. let's try this one. It's a painting with a lot of people. Sign of the Times. And a mural. And it's a it's, pretty it's cool Sign of the Times? It's not that album? With doves. Oh, um, Purple Rain? Ladder. There's a guy in a cloud suit playing guitar. It was and kind of, I know. And there's a around playing the violin. They're, they're around the World. That album. Yeah. It was like a, Around the World. Around the World in the Day. Um, around the World Sergeant in the Day. Sergeant Peppers, yeah. I gotta thank you. Thank you, little All right, girl. let's try this one. Okay. So there's Prince in the Dark in a purple suit. And he's on a purple motorcycle oh, purple staring yeah. at me yeah. with blue fog. Wait, are you letting me get purple these? purple fog Whoa. all around him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they're so easy. If I can't get them, I don't deserve Okay, because no, now I've gone good. ahead of you. I'm, I'm listening to Rocco's song. Yes. Wait, does that count? Are they the same weight of question answers? I don't know. We yes, they really are. It's four to three now. Lori is very competitive, Rocco, and <laughs> yeah. you just allowed her to catch up, and I was being nice. Okay, well, here's one more, then. This is okay. uh, Name the Prince album cover based on my eight-year-old's description. Okay. Of There's newspapers all around in the background. <laughs> oh, boy. There's Prince in a purple suit and tie. He's staring into my soul. Controversy. Controversy. Yes, Stephanie got that yeah, one. Yeah, you got it. Woo! Was... I retained my time. Yeah, four is to it four. It's a tie. Okay. Now we're going to play a what game. A good, what a cute idea having your son describe yeah. the so, Somewhat disturbing as he's... <laughs> I'm glad you like, didn't have him describe the Dirty Mind cover. Right. Oh, I know. He's uh, a man wearing diapers in um, a raincoat. With the G-string. <laughs> no, you would have called it a diaper. <laughs> All right, we're going to play a game okay. now called Wendy or Lisa. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a clue. You tell me if the answer is Wendy or Lisa. Okay. Uh, which one played guitar in the Kiss video? Wendy. Yes. Which one is the twin sister of Prince's longtime girlfriend, Susanna? Lisa. No, Wendy. Lisa. <laughs> Wendy, Wendy, Wendy. Two choices. <laughs> Susanna Hobbs. I would like Susanna. you to play the sounder again just yeah. because it was yeah. funny. Yeah, no. Um, which one sings the first line in 1999? Lisa. Was, uh, yes, Lisa. Uh, in the song Computer Blue, who asks, is the water Wendy. warm? Wendy. Nope. Oh, I win by default. <laughs> you get one she of these. She says sorry. Wendy. Um, oh, yeah, she does. All right, how are we doing on time, Holly? Well, we have to take a oh, break, so go. let's let's uh, come. we'll come back and we'll finish. This okay, has cool. been a very 
exciting game and thank goodness that Stephanie was here because I know uh, my little friend would not have gotten all the answers you've gotten. And then we really would have looked pathetic. So thank you, Stephanie. All right, we are blinded by the lights of Rocco, who's having us do Prince Trivia, and Prince Lojeoki is coming up, and the score was uh, six to five, Stephanie. Okay. Which doesn't seem right, because you got all the hard questions. Well, I do have a tiebreaker. Okay, good. Um, It's a word problem, so maybe, we'll see, we'll have each of you take a stab at it, and whoever gets it. Word problem. You ready? Okay. It's 1984. Julia is going to a college party at one of her five colleges, Mm -hmm. but she accidentally drops her Purple Rain album and it breaks into pieces. Let's help Julia put side two of Purple Rain back together in order. Here are the four songs on side two of the Purple Rain soundtrack. You tell me which order they go in. Okay. I Would Die For You, Mm -hmm. Purple Rain, When Doves Cry, Baby I'm a Star. Baby I'm a Star is one... Am I going first? That'll be okay. When doves cry is three, and then purple rain is four, and then whatever that other song is. (laughs) I would die for you. I would die for you. You, What's your take, Stephanie? I think I would die for you is first, Um, and then it goes into Baby I'm a Star, and then um, When Doves Cry and Purple Rain. You were closer. It starts with When Doves Cry, Then I Would Die For You, Into Baby I'm a Star, finishing with Purple Rain. So no, no points that? will be awarded. But remember, this is back when records were a thing and you had to listen in order. Well, and yeah. I Would Die For You, there's that part where it's a and then it yeah. goes into it. goes right into yeah. it. Right, yep. right. So that was a disaster. But anyways, that was we'll, a disaster. We'll, I mean, I was really like going, God, did I even still have my record player in 84? But I did. Plus tapes. I mean, you had, tapes? I had to listen in order. No, I had, we had a record. I had a boombox li- that took 12D batteries. Wow. It was so heavy to carry it. <laughs> All right. Oh, Prince, we miss you. Yes. Um, all right, so yeah, so Stephanie, you get to be part of this. We okay. always close with Lo J. Oki. Mm-hmm. I was kind of looking for a duet, and I remembered, yeah, uh, you got the look as a bit of a duet. Are we really like supposed to sing? So you have to sing along. No, it's yes. just, it's not like the Friday oh. sing-along yeah. thing okay. where you feel... Not self-conscious. This one makes me feel self-conscious. I'm not going to turn down the mic. And I I give you a little lyrical uh, lead in, so I think you'll get it. You're going to be great. Lori's going to start. Here goes. That was half bad. Stephanie (laughs) has a falsetto. The girl with no pitch and no tone and no tune did not win. You did good, but I didn't realize like we're not singing with the real thing. Mm. It's just like, I don't do karaoke, people. Well, you should. Oh. You have you a good did. falsetto. That was all just... I would like woof. to see you and Rocco do that one naughty song. <laughs> um, <laughs> one naughty song. Well, no, not that one, but the one... Oh, what is it called? The one naughty Rocco, song. Rocco, you know which one I'm talking about. The it's always song. a duet. Um, oh, come on. That's a Prince Paradise trivia. by the Dashboard Light? No, no, it's a Prince song. <laughs> oh. It's the Prince song about uh, maybe the pretty flower that that you have. Between your legs. <laughs> I'd like Rocco and I not to be singing yeah. that together as my coworker. See, this is, I can't, the, listen, I I can't think anymore. 
I thought that was pretty good for Lojeoki standards. <laughs> Thank Stephanie, you. Stephanie, you're amazing. Our standards are okay. You good. should I'm glad sing I've been initiated. Kar- I, I'm now going to pester you to what do karaoke. What is your karaoke song, Lori, when you go to a place? Well, it's always the standbys we have here. You know, these boots were made for walking. Yep. My sister and I do that because we like walking off the stage at the end. Do, that little do, 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 do. You know, do, 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 do. Yep. And that, that sounds and, like the Adams family. Yeah, I know. That's not that. Um, and then, you know, maybe, you know, rock, rock me gently. Okay. Yeah. I've had to sing that with you on a Friday before. Yeah. So, uh, Rocco, what's your karaoke song? I like, there's a creepy song that I like to do called Into the Night by Benny Mardones. Uh, Who's Rocco can, can sing. Um, I also like to do Ain't Even Done With the Night by John Cougar. That's a pretty good one. I yeah, love that, that song. I do too. I loved that record. Oh, so good. That is such a good, good Johnny song. Cougar. He was Johnny That's Cougar was then. Johnny Cougar. Jeez, Rocco, you have to be able to sing to sing It Ain't Even, ain't yeah, even Done got With some, the Maybe night. Holly will find it for us. Hold tight. So good. So you don't even know. If I'm doing this right, well, all right. See, <laughs> Stephanie. Yeah, yes, look at Rocco. <laughs> Does he actually say that in the song? It might be like a little effect. Or something. Yeah. yeah. All right, Rocco, that was super right. fun. Well, Thank you. We'll see you next Friday for more happy hour. Okay, sounds good. Thank Bye. you. Well, all that right. was fun. It was fun. But scary. Um, yeah, no, you should have Karaoke def- on the radio is like... And they turn the sound down. And then you got to oh, sing because okay. it's a competition. Julia's won. I've never won the singing, and I don't expect to because of the key of flat. Is <laughs> <laughs> a real problem unless he gives us some kind of a, you know, but like Rex sugar, Harrison or sugar, talk. sugar by the Archies. I can do a respectable yeah. karaoke at that one. You know, Julia's a good singer. She practiced her Barbara Streisand yeah. in the car alone. Yes. Um, hey, I just want to give a shout out to the um, Love Your Neighbor Food Drive, which is happening in partnership with all the St. Paul area churches. So um, all of them, like Hamlin Church, United Methodist and uh, Fairmount Avenue, all the churches, Bethla, Bethlehem Lutheran. If you just go on their Facebook pages, the churches have really just set up a lot of just, you know, even more than what they might do and trying to get people what they need for, for pharmacy, like band-aids and aspirin and all that so they and if you are food insecure or you are needing products yeah pharmacy products whatever you need there are places to give it for you so if you need help uh you can give the, us a shout or yeah. you can look online but the churches always go and get step, what you need people yeah. it's there for you right now take advantage of it and the churches always they do step up or the mosques or temples i mean they just like we're right in there so this it's called the love your neighbor it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Her food drive. I love it. Yeah. All right, listen, um, when we come back, we are going to talk with John Bream, music critic from the Star Tribune, and we're going to talk about... Um, we thought we'd talk about protest songs, the mm-hmm. new Lady Gaga album, and of course, uh, the news about music venues uh, opening up to some degree next week. We'll be right back. Thanks for hanging out with us. We have John Green with us, music critics for the Star Tribune, and we're talking uh, protest songs. And I like how you said, John, other musical matters in your tweet. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. And, you know, just speaking of uh, protest songs, so that album came out, you know, I think, like, on June 4th, 1984, the Born in the USA. Do you think a lot of people think Born in the USA is a patriotic song? Oh, yes. Lots of of people think it's a big celebratory protest, uh, you know, patriotic song celebrating what's great about America. No, this song was about a Vietnam vet who came back and was was down on his luck and not able to get a job, and he was protesting. But when you just hear Bruce screaming at the top of his lungs, Born in the USA... You think that sounds great, and it got played at lots of political rallies. Got a cease and desist order from Springsteen because of it. Because of that, yeah. So I, I thought, okay, that's a that's a good place to start. And you know, John, we really have been, you know, just kind of looking towards music, um, and playing a lot of different, you know, protest songs. We played earlier today, "Dear Mr. Man" by Prince. We've been playing Americans, Janelle Monae. We're kind of just rediscovering, really. How much great music is out there that, I mean, we had four years ago, last year, two years ago, 50 years ago. What a key part music has been in protesting, you know, civil rights and injustice. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And anti-war. And anti-war. I mean, if you go back to the 60s when we first really became conscious about protest music, there was sort of the anti-war songs and then there was the society societal issue songs you know whether it was dylan with you know the cuban missile crisis and the hard rain gonna fall or uh credence clearwater revival fortunate son which is about how a senator's son u.s senator's son didn't have to go to the draft kind of like a guy with bone spurs huh right and everyone else was <laughs> eligible for the draft and then you know you would turn around and you'd get john Len- lennon singing imagine mm-hmm. a piece of chance yeah, you know all I, all sorts of things. I, I wonder, like, I, just what kind of bursts of creativity and music is going to come out of this? I was this. wondering about that too, from COVID too, because so many of these people have not been on the road. Yeah. Hi, John. It's Stephanie Hansen. Sorry, yeah, last hi. time I saw you, um, you and I were they, touring the Fillmore. I mean, there's you know J. S. Andara, who's a local singer originally from Kenya, put out an album the other day about the COVID situation. But I think there's going to be stuff dealing with the other unrest mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me i mean you know it happened last time when we had ferguson you know right. kendrick lamar came out with all right which was about michael brown and tamir rice and those two people who seemed to die innocently at the hands of, of police officers mm-hmm. yeah it, it really is um I, I think that's, I just kind of, we we forget about that. And it's been actually kind of a fun thing because, you know, for us to just be playing different kinds of music and coming up 
and learning about what the story was behind it. And it's interesting. It's just been an interesting thing, I guess, for us as a talk station to. Right. Be- and, you, you know, Childish Gambino, This is America. I love that song. All about gun violence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And Prince is Baltimore, which yeah. was about Freddie Gray and Michael Brown. You know, back in 2015. So he came out with a, a protest song about that. And and we played that the other day. And, it, you know, it is like that song. It felt like it was the lyrics are so poignant. And but yet, you know, he kind of put it to a bed of music that, you know, had like the Prince thing that I, I don't know. It, it just was really I had forgotten about that song and what a good song it was. And right, is. and oftentimes the music is more soothing than the lyrics are. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Well, John, what were you, um, what were you making of the news about Governor Walls and the music business uh, opening to some degree next Wednesday? Uh, what did he say exactly? I was not paying attention to the news today. <sighs> um, you can gather indoors for entertainment at 50% capacity or a maximum of 250 indoors. Okay. Well, that's going to present a, a big challenge for for different music venues in terms of social distancing. You know, yeah. How are they going to deal with that? Uh, how, how many people can you realistically put in First Avenue? You know, and, and make it work dollars and cents. I mean, you can do local artists, right. and there won't be the usual amount of money involved. But I think right now, money isn't the, the most important thing. I think healing and, and spirit and community mm-hmm. are important, and mm-hmm. so music can play a key part. I know crooners this week started their um, series of drive-in concerts out in the parking lot, and, and they have an outdoor stage that they're also going to start up. And, you know, that may only be less than 100 people, but still you can gather and you can get together. Community is a big part of it. I think one of the reasons that people came out for all these protests, there were compelling reasons, but I think also fueling it was people were in isolation. They Mm -hmm. desired to get back together with people, Mm -hmm. and now we had a compelling reason, a cause, and people rallied together because of it. Yeah. That's true. And, you know, for the crooners thing, do you, do you have to make reservations for you that? You buy tickets. Yeah. Oh, you buy tickets. Yes, you have to buy a ticket in advance. Okay. It's limited to 74 cars, and you can have, you know, four people in your car, but each person has to buy a ticket. It's not per carload. Right. Like some drive-in movies were back in the day. <laughs> right. It was the, was their first one, the, the Joanne Parker, was that, or was it, I don't know which was the first one this week. Yes, Joanne Parker on Monday did two shows. She did her Patsy Cline tribute, which was awesome in the afternoon under scorching 90-degree sun. Wow. And then at night she did her R&B and blues, and she was on fire for both shows. Really? And were the, was if uh, maximum for how many people? You know, like they have 70 cars? No, the, fir- the first show only had, I think, 43 cars, and so not quite full. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was four in the afternoon. Some people are actually working, right. even if it's remotely, Yeah. Um, and fairly short notice. But mm-hmm. the second show was sold out, and it they've was. been doing shows every single night. Okay. All right, that's that's something to look forward to. And yeah, and maybe, like you know, like you said, there there will be, we'll have a... More local artists, or I guess that's who's going to be playing playing at John, First Avenue. Are you stuff. hearing any talk about when we're potentially going to be gathering in larger groups outside, even like a Surly Festival Field or any of the outdoor festivals? Are there anywhere around the country that they're doing festival type music? 
No, I mean, there are larger scale drive-in style concerts, but they're taking place in things that we don't have, like parking lots outside a baseball stadium. Yep. We don't have that anymore. Yep. You know, so, and they're, you know, uh, and they're doing it in Dallas, Texas, by the Texas Rangers Stadium. They're doing it in San Diego by the Padres Stadium. And they're going to put in, you know, 250, 400 cars. Mm-hmm. We don't have a place where you could really do that here. Not one place, do we? Not quite that big. Mm-hmm. You could probably do something at the uh, midway at the state fair. Yeah. Or someplace like that. But I don't know that there's any area. You know, you could do it in or top of the parking ramp at the airport. I don't know. How creative can we be? How resourceful can we be? Well, they could be, get, people could be more creative, I guess. Yeah, I never. Yes, but then you also have you know, all have the, the logistics. Issue, since those aren't regular venues, yeah. you got to set up a stage, you got to bring in power, right? All, all sorts of things. And then still, how do you socially distant? How do you deal with the restroom issue? Yeah. yeah. You know, do, do you want to use a portable toilet? That's a rhetorical question. Yeah, right. I know. (laughs) Yeah, and so how do you deal with that? Mm -hmm. At least crooners figured out a workaround with that. So one person at a time in the restroom, Mm -hmm. and then they clean it. There's a job for someone. Yeah, there's a lot Um, of cleaning jobs right now. Yeah, geez Louise. But, um, yeah, so it's very challenging how you're going to deal with these issues. Yeah. And did the governor's directive say that people need to wear masks at these events? It's preferred... It's preferred uh, if you are working in the restaurant business, you need to have a mask, and it is preferred that you wear a mask. And Minneapolis so, and St. Paul if you go still to the concert, have the ordinances. You have to wear a mask. I believe indoors. so. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I don't know. That's an unanswered question. And how comfortable Well, in is Minneapolis that? and in St. Paul, you have to because it's part of the ordinances. Right. Mm-hmm. Outside of that. You want to dance with a mask? I don't know, Lori. Like could dance Billy with a mask. Song, <laughs> right, with I know it. Dancing with my mask. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. I mean, I guess for me, like there's your karaoke winner once again. <laughs> right. For me, I guess the idea. Oh, someone just tweeted us, Joanne Parker at Crooners. Um, yeah, I would outside. I wouldn't have my mask on probably if I was away from people. But yeah, that looks like fun at Crooners, John. It was, and now it may be with these new restrictions based on what the governor ruled today, maybe that you can sit outside your car instead of just inside your car. Yes. So then you could have the equivalent of an outdoor concert. Yeah, because that's what uh, Keith uh, Urban did when he did the concert like last week, at the beginning of the week for the healthcare workers in Nashville. Yeah, that was in the middle of May, actually. Oh, was that in the middle of May? Yeah, and that was at at an actual drive-in movie theater. Right, and we still do have a couple here. They could, if they don't have any movies to show, they could maybe... Certainly not any new ones. No, I know it, John. (laughs) Jeez. How about how... You can organize a concert, Lori. That'll be impressive. John, ain't nobody got time. Another thing to add to your to-do list. Yeah, we do know that we're without our Donnie Love. I know. Yeah. That means Lori is... Radio talent and a producer, and now you're going to promote concerts. That's impressive. That's that's really a lot. But that was nice what you said about uh, Donnie. You know, he's... And you did that great picture of your show. He really was, and you did that great picture of our empty booth at the fair. Oh, geez, John, you've been our first year visitor at the fair every single year for um, I think fifteen years was last year. Right. So you and I are going to gather on that first Thursday, <laughs> or that Thursday in August, and, and we're going to go somewhere. Booth and 
Are you? I, I'm sure it goes without saying you're going to miss being out at the fair with all the live music out there. Oh, absolutely. Not just the music. There's all sorts of other things. I'll miss the crop art. I'll miss the food. Yeah. The people. Mm-hmm. The smells. Yeah. I know, John. Or maybe we'll miss the smells a little less than you. Not but. me. Oh, not me. Not John and I. We love... Get, bring us the smells. Bring us the smell. John, uh, let me ask you real quick before we let you go. The Lady Gaga Chromatica album. Have you listened? I've listened to it once. And? I would say... One and a half thumbs down. It's a it's a return to a, a dance album. Okay. And it seems very self conscious. You know, do you want to dance? It's fun. It's it's sort of in a weird way. It's what the British call uh, sad bangers. Yes, yes, right. They're yeah. Sad songs, but it's an upbeat, danceable melody. Right. And and beat. And so you you can dance to it, but if you listen to the words, it's it's not very fulfilling. And there's some stuff. It seems a little misguided, and like she's thinking too hard. Mm-hmm. She has twelve different producers on there, only one of whom is a woman. And so that seems a little uh, not open-minded enough. Mm-hmm. And then there's a song with Elton John that has like twelve co-writers on it. Oh my gosh! And it is just a piece of crap. <laughs> it's, it's surprising that those two could collaborate on something that's so disappointing oh geez louise well we do like stupid love and rain on me those two things they are sad bangers like you said but it's sort of like everyone needs an editor and i think she really needed one on Mm -hmm. this project there's what 16 songs and 12 different producers and it's it's just a lot of a lot of involvement but no real clear-cut vision i think well you you would know album uh, reviewer you john Breen. And, and how weird does it seem Lori, that you have an album of club bangers when there's no clubs to go to <laughs> i want that to be my new rock and roll band name is sad bangers <laughs> stephanie hansen and the sad bangers, bangers. <laughs> oh john bream thank you so much and thank you and chris and uh, you know, your uh, cohort across the uh, you know river at Pioneer Press. For, you guys have done a great job of keeping us up to date on music. We can YouTube or stream or just kind of giving us documentaries and ideas. And I know it's not fun. You don't, your job well, is... Well, we got to keep the music playing. That's what the goal is. Yeah, we do. Well, uh, we will, uh, we'll check in with you in another month. And thank you so much for being with us. All right. Take care. Thanks, right. John. Thanks, John. Listen, we come back. We are going to, um, I don't know. We're going to do something. <laughs> <laughs> that, of course, is Barry McGuire, a protest song written by P.F. Sloan in mid-1964. That's the best-known recording of it. As, uh, we probably could have kept John on just to talk about that. But um, that song, um, so Aunt Marlene, when she... Um, kind of wasn't really able to be mobile anymore. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we did at the um, retirement home, nurse, nursing home that she was at, we just, we either were watching Lifetime movies or listening to songs on YouTube. And she loved, of course, all 60s songs. You know, Peter, Paul, and Mary, she saw them at the, what's the place on the U that has the Northrop. Northrop, yeah. Yeah, anyway, you know, so she, Joan Baez, Judy Collins, but I said, did you like any, you know, pro, you know, like fiery songs? And she said, Eve of Destruction. I said, Mike, <laughs> how does a nun, how did you, and I always forget that she was a modern nun, taught school in the 60s, and she said, I love that song. It, it, it addresses race, it addresses 
politician. It addresses, you know, the Bible, the Jordan River. Um, uh, you're old enough to kill, but not for voting. I said, how how did you learn about that song? Because I'm thinking you're listening to all your folk uh, singers. And she said it was her seventh grade class. They talked about protest songs and um and, and one of her students brought it up and they were so fascinated with the lyrics and all of that. And she said, and it was, you know, something that was brought to my attention by the, my seventh graders. Nice. Yeah. So I always just, that song is just a good fiery um, little number. It is in the harmonica and all of that. And okay. So um Here's just a little news. Well, first of all, a shout out to Izzy, who's going. It's her birthday on Sunday, Prince's birthday. So, you know, her mom just said, we give a shout out to Izzy. So shout out to you, Izzy. I I don't, I don't, I think she's too young to do into club. Oh, (laughs) I was like, oh, I got her ready. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. But uh, uh, Stephanie, I almost called you Julia. So did you watch Tiger King at the beginning of the COVID? 100%. It was the best. Bonkers. But just, I mean, it just kept on giving. Every episode yeah. got better and better. And, and I mean, it's not good television. But, but it was just, bonkers. Yeah, and, and it was exactly what it. I needed in the moment of just like, what is happening in the world? It yeah. seems like so long, long ago, ago, doesn't it? But like, it was at the beginning. Yeah. It was that first weekend. I think we all watched Joe it. Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. Well, somewhere in his federal prison cell, Joe Exotic is saying, I knew it. Because there's a new twist in the Tiger King epic. Uh-oh. Not only does Carol... I was going to say, did Carol? Did they find Carol Baskin's husband's body? No, no but Carol Baskin now owns Winnie Wood, Joe Exotic's yes, place. Yes, she That's got happening. it in a settlement because there was a apparently fraudulent will that gave the park to Joe Exotic's mom. That's right. And a judge has ruled that it has to go back to Carol Baskin's because to fulfill the judgment, the judgment that she owes. Well, he owed. here's the new twist. Um, Hillsborough County Sheriff uh, Chad Coronister told uh, Tampa Bay Eyewitness 10 News that um, the the will of her missing husband, Don Lewis, was, they had two experts deem it a forgery. They've known it was a forgery. But they've they're like, we've got somebody, that's what. You know, Don's first wife and, and her the daughter said, you yep. know, that's a forgery. But um, uh, a report in the Clarion Ledger newspaper said the notary list on the will and power of the attorney it did not remember authenticating the document and that two Andra handwriting experts determined that his signature was traced from a previous document. Huh. And they can tell that. And um, but the statute of limitations has expired. So it's just so like, she gets the money. Anyway. She gets the money anyway with her other husband who's kind of creepy and looked Are, like he'd been fed tranquilizers. Remember their wedding ceremony when oh, he was on yes, a leash Lori. and they How were just God. like, uh, how could we forget? <laughs> forget? <laughs> so anyway, but the disappearance into Don Lewis is still going on. But, you know, this was always one of Joe Exotic. Doesn't Joe Exotic, too, apparently have Corona? Who the hell knows? I had heard that, that he had been diagnosed with the virus in prison. If you guys have six hours to spare, it is quite a story. And then when we get through some of the stuff that needs to be going on, that big cat safety. Big cat rescue. 
yeah, the Safety Act of 2002 needs to be passed so that it's against the law to own tigers and lions and bears. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.